0: Hi there, and welcome to the com podcast. I'm Oli, and for episode number 14, it is my pleasure to bring to you a chat with Nelson Pigeon, the man behind the SHPC Gazette. You can find the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club Gazette online at shpcboston.org. The following podcast is made possible with support from TotemStar.com, Gunnar Weber Prada's Totem Star pipes and accessories, are all handmade and designed with functional beauty in mind. From classic shapes to variations on the classics and beyond, there's always something stunning at Totem Star. Go to totemstar.com and check out Gunnar Weber Prada's pipes and accessories including original pipe art t-shirts, the very modern pipe monolith pipe displays, and the unique Icon pipe tampers. I was able to catch up with Nelson on December 16th 2008 sit back grab a pipe and stay a while I hope you enjoy all right on the line with us now I have none other than Nelson Pigeon the secretary for the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club of Boston Nelson welcome to the show
1: hey it's good to be here it's uh I've been listening to you for a while it's finally nice to actually get a chance to talk to you (laughs) really love your podcast you do a great job
0: thank you very much thank you you can find the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club Gazette, online at www.shpcboston.org. It is a great newsletter for the pipe enthusiasts. It's informational, it's entertaining, and it's not just for SHPC members. It's, it's a newsletter for anybody who's into pipes, correct? Absolutely. It's very informative, so go there and check it out, and uh, you'll see what we're talking about. Nelson, it's great to have you on. First of all, tell us a little bit about how you work with the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club of Boston. Tell us what you do there. I know you're the secretary, but tell us what your duties are.
1: Uh, Yeah, I am the secretary for uh, the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club. Uh, My main function is to do the newsletter each month. I also participate in uh, the monthly meetings that we have, uh, kind of keeping people together. I organize trips occasionally, uh, and also we have a tobacco raffle each month, a couple tins of tobacco, and I usually collect the money for the raffle and uh, purchase it, all those kind of things, all, all those secretarial type duties, but uh, it's me, been a lot of fun.
0: Tell me about the Gazette. How long has that been going
1: on? I think I've been doing that for about six or seven years now.
0: And did you start that yourself?
1: I did. When I first joined the club, we had uh, our our former secretary. He may have sent out some emails and different things, but I have a little bit of a web background. So I when I took over as secretary, I figured I'd put something together and see what I could do. And sort of primitive when I first started, and and it's evolved into what it is now. And uh, in the last couple of years, we uh, had uh, somebody uh, do a logo for us. So we kind of upgraded our logo, which uh, it's a really nice logo. We're all pretty happy with it.
0: And this is a monthly thing you, you put out very regularly, correct?
1: Right, every month. I mean, there are occasional times during the summer where uh, things are pretty slow and I'm pretty busy, so I may have a like a July-August issue. But uh, for the most part, it's at least 11 or 12 issues a, a year.
0: This has got to be a true like labor of love for you uh, to be able to you know be on task and get this thing out every month with all the content that you pack into this newsletter. I mean, it is really good.
1: I appreciate that. I uh, it, it's, it's sometimes it's a love hate relationship. Let me tell you, <laughs> because um, it does take a, a quite a bit of time, and I'm usually putting it off to the last minute. But I do enjoy doing it once I get going. It's kind of kind of one of those things where it's it's hard to get up each day, you know, you know, get out of bed and everything. But once you do, it's the, the rest of the day seems to go by pretty quick. Same way with the newsletter. Once I sit down and start putting things together, I can usually pump it out in a, an evening or two. I also get contributions from some of the other members. Our uh, president, Eric Kahn, he'll contribute something from time to time uh, in what we uh, call Khan's Corner. I also have um, a couple other guys that will submit things from time to time, which really helps out a lot because it, uh, sometimes when you don't have any content, it's a little bit difficult to put it out. but. I usually, like I said, I usually get it done.
0: Tell me about the club and how you got, how you started getting into the Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club of Boston.
1: I, I remember seeing something about it on Yahoo Groups uh, many years ago, probably late, late '80s, maybe 1990, and uh, it just looked like an online forum, and I, I kind of put it away a little bit. I didn't do too much about it, and I happened upon it again, and maybe a year and a half or so later, and, and I said. Uh, Hmm, I mean, why don't I email these guys and see if they are more than just an online forum. So that's what I did and I was happy to get a response back, uh, saying that, you know, they meet in, uh, Mansfield, Massachusetts, uh, I forget what it was back then, the first Wednesday of the month or second Wednesday. And, uh, I, uh, it's kind of, you know, a little intimidating sometimes going and meeting a bunch of new people and not knowing what their level of expertise is or whatever. So, but I, I made the plunge and Walked into the room, and it's been great ever since. Great bunch of guys.
0: That's a really good point. Um, When I first went to uh, the Atlanta Pipe Club, I was kind of, you know, worried about, gosh, you know, here I am. I'm a new pipe smoker, and and I don't know a whole lot about it, and I don't know, you know, these guys, they probably all know each other and all this kind of stuff. But they were so welcoming, and they were such a, a great group of guys and gals that, um, you know, it was just, it, it was a lot of fun from the outset. So anybody listening to this that is not involved in a pipe club, I urge you to, you know, go out there and find one. And if you don't, if you don't find one in your area, go ahead and make one up.
1: I can't agree with you more, um, Oli. It's, uh, I, I actually kicked myself in the butt for waiting as long as I did to, to contact these folks because I missed out on a year and a half's worth of everything that they do. It's really been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed every minute of it.
0: What kinds of stuff do you guys do throughout the year?
1: We try to get together as often as possible and uh, make, go, go to a pipe show or uh, visit a local pipe shop. We do take trips up to New Hampshire sometimes. There's a pipe shop up there that we like to visit, the Gold Leaf. Uh, we also do, uh, a few years ago, we used to meet pretty regularly uh, with uh, Paul Bonacquistie. you familiar with Paul? Yep, yep. pipe, pipe maker out of New York. Yep. And uh, we used to go uh, to what we called the meeting of the mindless, and we had a bunch of folks get up there, and we'd we'd smoke pipes all day long, and he'd do a little pipe making demonstration, and we'd eat some good food and drink some beer. It's always been a lot of fun.
0: Whenever I'm looking for content, um, the Gazette pops up quite a bit, so that's that's great that you're you're doing so much for the hobby at large, not just for your specific group. Tell me something. What do you have some favorite pipes?
1: I um, I collect a, a big variety of pipes. I don't. I'm not one of those types that will pick one in particular. You know, one group in particular and buy all those different shapes. I like a lot of different pipes. And uh, some of my favorites, I would say, are I have a a nice tailor made by uh, Bill Ashton Taylor yep. that uh, I've been smoking quite a bit lately. Um, our own uh, Tim Hynek, He's a. I don't know if you've heard of Tim Hynek pipes. He's he's a member of our club and. He's uh, been coming up the uh, pipe-making ladder quite a bit lately, and his pipes are great. I enjoy smoking his. I just recently went to Peretti's um, of Boston, mm-hmm. probably one of the oldest pipe shops in America, um, and they had a trunk show for Radici, well, probably uh, one of my favorite pipes. I also um, have a Savinelli Punta Oro that I love to smoke. Um, I have an old Orlick uh, Canadian that my sister got for me in Holland many years ago that's probably one of my favorite pipes to smoke
0: when did you start um, smoking pipes
1: i actually started smoking in 1980 a girlfriend of mine's brother smoked pipes he worked in one of the local pipe shops he was a, a college student we got a, we hit it off pretty well and he got me into pipe smoking and shortly thereafter i joined the navy and um Being in the Navy and trying to smoke a pipe doesn't always, I mean, you'd think it would be easy, but it's not. You're always on the move, and to me, pipe smoking is sort of a sit down and relax, and your life is kind of going a little bit slow type of hobby. Yeah. The thing that really kicked me into gear, too, was uh, after I was in the Navy a while, I got married, settled down, started visiting the pipe shops again, and found uh, Rick Hacker's book, The Ultimate Pipe Book, and read that thing from cover to cover and loved every minute of it, and... uh, sort of been taken off from there. I've, I, I've smoked on and off throughout the years, but in the last 10 years or so, I've been smoking pretty, pretty regularly.
0: you got any favorite tobaccos?
1: I have quite a few. The uh, Freiburg and Trayer Special Brown Flake is, is one of my favorites. I like the Dunhill Light Flake. Uh, but lately, uh, the, what I've been smoking and really enjoying is one of the Seattle Pipe Club blends, which is called Mississippi River. They also have another one I believe it's called Plum Cake and both of those tobaccos are uh delicious. They're they're blended by um pipesandcigars.com mm-hmm. and uh I highly recommend anybody want to go to the website and give each of those a try. They're delicious tobaccos.
0: Tell me about the uh 2008 club pipe that you guys have up on the site right now.
1: Our former president Doc Perry uh has been on a roll lately uh trying to get our uh, us a club pipe each year and This year, uh, one of our deals fell through and, you know, I was a little disappointed that we weren't going to have a club pipe and I was thinking about it, thinking about it, and then I I remembered, uh, uh, LaPeltier up in Vermont. They made club pipes. They were fairly local. I said, you know, maybe we could get, get our logo put on a pipe. And then, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, one of these pipes we might smoke every day, but it's sort of a novelty and, you know, at least we'll have a pipe this year. So I gave them a call. And asked them if they could do it, and they told me all the uh details about what we had to do we got um We got ten orders from the club, and uh actually one of those was somebody uh one of the readers of the newsletter from utah and uh and after that we had put in a, placed our order. Uh, We got two more orders after that, too. One's a guy from Connecticut, and uh, we actually had a new club member who wanted to buy one. So we got an order of uh, 12 altogether, and all we were doing was we had the order in. We're waiting for it to come back to see how it looked, and I have to say when I got it, I was pretty blown away. It really came out great. And if anyone's interested in purchasing one, we're thinking about trying to put in another order of 12. So if we get enough interest, um, we may do that. Yeah, excellent. our contact information is at the bottom of the page, so if anyone goes on there and sees that and is interested, we, we actually got quite a bit of interest from it um, at the, uh, the pipe smoking contest this past Saturday. And the uh, smoking contest winner uh, went up and picked it as his prize, which, is, well, that was pretty nice.
0: Now, uh, go ahead and explain exactly what this thing looks like to the folks listening.
1: A lapel pipe is a double-walled clay pipe. Uh, they come in a variety of different shapes and sizes. It's uh, washable. You can clean it out if you want uh, with water. Uh, the drawer on it, I have to say, is a little bit um, restricted, and I have I have taken a drill bit and drilled out the hole just a little bit more. But they send a, some instructions about how to care for it and the best ways to smoke it. It's actually a pretty nice pipe. If you don't want to smoke it too fast, it might get a little hot, but uh, not a bad pipe for a clay.
0: So you guys chose a clay pipe for your 2008 club pipe, and it actually has a, a, a picture of your logo on the front of it, right? That's right. And how, I um, how in the took world... the
1: head, the Sherlock Holmes head from our logo, and I kind of photoshopped everything else around it out of there and uh, took the color out of the face because um, there's a charge for every extra color. Mm-hmm. So I figured they have a nice one of their pipes had sort of a tan color that would fill in good as the face. I sent them the logo, and they looked at it and said they'd, they'd be able to do it, and and uh, I like I said, I was really happy with the results.
0: That's excellent. I got to see one of these things. So uh, when you guys get them in, maybe you can send me a a picture of of uh, all you guys smoking the new pipes.
1: Sure, that sounds sounds good. We can do that.
0: Excellent. It's 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 a neat idea. I've never heard of uh, anyone doing a club pipe that was a clay pipe. That's a neat idea. The uh,
1: one good thing about these pipes is they, uh, being clays, they are great for testing tobacco. So you may not want to smoke it all the time. If you want to try a bunch of different tobaccos, this is a great way to do it.
0: Very cool. Very interesting. All right. Tell me about this uh, K. Woody holiday party that you mentioned uh, in one of your emails that you are going to be going to.
1: Well, I have to say of... All the events that we do each year and over the years, this is probably the best one. It's a great time. It's hosted by Bill Fureback and the Hudson Valley Pipe Club. They have it at the SM Franken Company um, factory, which is the home of K. Woody, Yellow Bowl, and Medico Pipes. We generally have a number of uh, local pipe carvers there. Uh, this year we had Rolanda Nagoida and Tim Hynek, who, is who I mentioned is one of our members. Normally, Paul Bonacristi is there. He couldn't make it this year. Joe Scoda is another pipe maker from that area. He wasn't able to attend this year. But we had uh, we had pipes from Rolando. We had Kay Woody pipes. We had Heinic pipes off a sale. Uh, other members of other clubs bring their um, estate pipes in for sale, and there's usually a lot of really good sales. We've been going to this uh, Kay Woody event for uh, five years now. It's, uh, oh, like I said, it's always a great time. It's grown so much and, and since we first started this year. Uh, members from the Hudson Valley Pipe Club, uh, the New York Pipe Club, Pocono Pipe Club, the Chesapeake Pipe Club, and a couple of, uh, members from, uh, Smokers Forum online. Yeah, we had a total of about 38 to 40 people. What, the, what usually happens is, uh, we get there, everybody kind of like, you know, says hello, they haven't seen each other for a year or whatever, and sit down, smoke a bowl. Then, um, Uh, Bill Fureback, who is also the vice president of marketing for K. Woody, he takes us through all the different aspects of creating a K. Woody pipe, and when we're through with that, it's just about time to eat, and they bring in this huge feast. This year we had uh, a couple of three-foot deli sandwiches. We had chicken and white wine sauce, penny carbonara, sausages with pepper and onions, meatballs, linguine primavera and garlic oil, Eggplant, Parmesan—we had everything you can imagine.
0: Now. Oh, you're making me hungry. While wow, that oh, sounds tell like a me good about time, it, it
1: was—it was really great. So we all go and we, and we fill our plates to the brim and sit down and then fill our stomachs just the same way.
0: Sounds like a really cool time. There's also a, a smoking contest while you're there, right?
1: It is, and this, yeah, as soon as we're sufficiently stuffed. Um, we'll have somebody from, uh, a representative from the United Pipe Clubs of America, usually leads the way. This year it was Dave Bull from, I think he might be the treasurer from, uh, UPCA, and he goes over the rules of the contest. They hand out the pipes, which, uh, uh, Bill Feuerbach makes himself, and I have to say, um, every pipe we've gotten from Kay Woody has been a great smoker. Uh, love these pipes. They, they actually, um end up uh in the rotation uh easily uh the great pipes and we we only pay 25 dollars to participate in this contest Mm -hmm. and for 25 dollars everything that you get out of this is just unbelievable um so so he goes over the um the rules Mm -hmm. he gives you so much time to prepare your tobacco and so much time to fill your pipe and then the um contest begins and uh, the, the the best part, obviously, of the contest is the, is the light up when the whole room fills with smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got a I have a, a video. I've videoed it other years, but I got a video of it this year, and I actually took short videos throughout the whole contest. Um, unfortunately, I was out in like 18 minutes or something like that. Oh yeah. So, yeah, my worst time yet. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, those, uh those new pipe and and uh, the tobacco. It's 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 pretty hot on the old tongue. Let me tell you. Oh
0: yeah. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better, the only the only uh, contest I was ever in, we had one at the Atlanta Pipe Club, and this was years ago. But um, right after the first, you know, they gave us two minutes to start to light up. And I was out at about two minutes and I think like 20 seconds. So <laughs> I was absolutely the first one out, if that makes you feel any better.
1: Yeah, well, we've been, yeah, we we know what that's all about. We The person who's out first in this contest always gets... A bag of matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what That's they good. give them. I mean, we still we still always, um, everyone gets a prize. There's a ton of donated prizes for this contest. We donated uh, one of our club pipes this year. Um, there were probably five or six other pipes that were uh, prizes, tobacco, books, um, leather pouches, pipe stands. It was really great, all donated by uh, different people in the pipe community. And uh, the winner this year was uh, Doc Gar from the Pocono Pipe Club. Uh, they have uh, won three times out of the last five years. Those Pocono guys are tough to beat. Wow. We've uh, we've won twice. Yeah. We have two winners. And then we had one guy the first year uh, that I went was from the Hudson Valley Pipe Club. But uh, it's always a blast, a lot of fun. Um, and I'm sure that uh, if there was ever an opportunity for you to, to make it up this way, uh, Bill Fiorback would be more than happy to extend an invitation to
0: you. Oh, I would love to. So maybe next year I can catch that. That would be great. And I could uh, tape the whole thing, and and we'd have a blast.
1: It would be fun. Yeah, it's a great time.
0: I really appreciate everything that you do. What you do is absolutely a labor of love, and um, I I encourage more people to do something similar uh, to what you're doing, just recording and contributing to the pipe community in any way, shape, or form that they can. It's not easy. It takes time. It takes energy. But, man, does it pay off. Um, it's, It's so great to have people like you out there that are willing to sacrifice the time that it takes to do this stuff and to keep on it and keep up with it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I can't tell you how much other people appreciate it because you're bringing good information to us, and you're entertaining us, and it's all about the world that we love, which is pipes. So, buddy, I really appreciate what you do. Keep on keeping on, and I can't wait to read the next one you got coming out, buddy.
1: Well, thanks very much, Oli. I appreciate it.
0: You bet, Nelson. You take care now, okay? Okay, you keep up the good work. And that was episode number 14, a chat with Nelson Pigeon, the man behind the SHPC Gazette, which you can find online at shpcboston.org. Nelson is a great guy, and the work he's doing with the SHPC Gazette benefits us all. Check it out and bookmark that page. This podcast was made possible by TotemStar.com. Check out everything that's being created there by Gunnar Weber Prada. From handcrafted pipes, to the pipe monolith pipe holder, to pipe art t-shirts, and the icon pipe tamper. There's always something very creative going on over at TotemStar.com. I'm Oli for oompol.com wishing you very good luck trying to guess what great content Nelson will come up with for the next
1: SHPC Gazette.